pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Hi, this is Gerald Salente, and here's today's trends in the news. Tomorrow's going to be a big day in Egypt. Will the people take to the square after Muslim prayers on Friday? And will the police and the National Guard and military come out and put down the revolt? We expect they will, or else they'll let it wear out. What's going on in Egypt is really the beginning of what you saw long before anyone else did. It's students of the world unite. This has nothing to do with theocracy or democracy. It has to do with food prices and jobs. Food prices right now are at record highs in history, thanks in part to the devaluation of the dollar, because commodities, of course, are valued in dollars, as is oil, and also demand, supply and demand. So that's what these revolts are about. As we said, you have, you have millions of educated youth in this new neo-feudal days that can't get jobs, that are angry with all the money going to the top of the pyramid, literally. And that's why you're going to see these revolts continue. They're not going to stop at the Arab nations. They're going to spread throughout Europe. Here's the equation. 1929 equals the Panic of 08. The Great Depression, it equals the Great Recession. World War II, it equals the first great war of the 21st century. We're going to be heading into it. You know how they teach you when you're a kid that World War I began when the Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated in Sarajevo? No, it didn't. It began step by step, little little incursions after little incursions, civil wars to regional wars to world wars. And that's what we're going to see. This is going to spread to Europe next. There's no end in sight. It only has to do about money. There's not a theology involved in this. They're going to twist it into that. You mark my words. And then we heard our esteemed Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, denouncing with the strongest possible terms, mind you, of the treatment that journalists are getting over in Egypt and how they're not letting the demonstrators express their free will. You want to talk about hypocrisy? Look what they do when we have a demonstration here in the good old USA. They have goon squads over here that will put the ones over there to shame. Remember what happened at the G20 meeting in Pittsburgh when you had all these troops that had all this body armor on them, these police look like these mutant turtles that could go through the Battle of the Bulge unscathed, wielding their batons at co-eds. Look at the Democratic and National, the Democratic and Republican conventions and how they beat down the demonstrators. Look at the Battle of Seattle that happened. Oh, and they put these agents provocateurs out there to make it look like the whole group is unruly. What hypocrisy. I'm saying this because just as you heard Hillary Clinton and the State Department denounce Egypt for shutting down the Internet, 
They have the same plans in place now to do it here. And they have the same plans in place to strike down any protests that want to break up the monopoly that they have over in this country. I heard Joe Biden, the vice president, say that Mubarak isn't a dictator. He's been in office for 30 years and he wants to keep him there. And I looked up how long Biden's been around. That cat's been roaming on the public tit now for 36 years. So what you have over in Egypt is you have a one-party mafia. Here you have a two-party mafia. And you mark my words, anybody trying to break up the mafia, you know what comes of that. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's today's Trends in the News. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti, and here are some of today's Trends in the News. Wow, it's all over the news, even all over the German newspapers. The Queen has diarrhea. That's big news. Oh, and how about that guy that fell into a sinkhole and died? Oh, yeah, and then it was the car crash. Somebody taking, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, people do die and there are accidents, but the prostitutes, you know, they just pick up the little stuff. What you're not reading in the American news, in American media, is the hundreds of thousands of people that took to the street in protest in Portugal against the austerity measures. The Italian elections are barely getting any coverage. What they're not talking about in the U.S. is what's going on in Bulgaria and the people continuing to protest against the corruption, the harsh austerity measures, the rising prices. What you don't see in the American press is that the Swiss voted to hold down that executive pay, especially coming from them bankers. The people voted. What the American press isn't talking about is how Beppe Grillo in Italy is calling for an online referendum whether or not to stay into the euro. And that's the internet candidate. It should be done online because after all, we know going to the polls is a joke. You got to wait online for an hour to vote if you can vote at all and then they don't rig the numbers. So if we could bank online, we could vote online. What's going on? Egypt, exactly like I have been forecasting. I believe I'm the only one on record that wrote back in 2011 on Valentine's Day. Here comes the new boss, same as the old boss, a bloody mess. If Syria was doing this to its people, when Libya did less than this to its people, Man, the United States was cracking down when Libya did it. But hey, the Egyptians are committing bloody murder. And you know what the White House says? Let's see. We'll look at the toilet paper. I know toilet paper. A spokesman for President Obama said the United States was continuing to review the $1.5 billion in aid it gives to Egypt annually. That is... Warning! Warning! Bullshit alert! They don't give any money. We do. You do. I do. But they're reviewing it. 
They had big protests over there in Frankfurt, Blockupy. People from all over Europe came to protest the opening of the new European Central Bank building in Frankfurt that cost $1.4 billion. Hey, why not? They're the central bank. What are they really protesting? It's not the central bank. It's the whole Eurozone, the whole Euro group, the whole takeover of Brussels taking over the rest of the nations and telling them what to do and how to do it. You have the Podemos party in Spain. You have UKIP in the UK. You have Le Pen's party in France. One after another, Syriza in Greece. The people are tired of the status quo parties that have sold out their nations to the central bankers. You know, ironically, there are no protests in the USA, and the central bankers are doing the same thing over here. Watch what's going on in Europe. It's big, and it's not going to stop. And to show you the hypocrisy in this country, here, take a look at the front page of the Wall Street Journal today. Yeah, look at that, huh? Yeah, that Russian guy that only has a popularity rating of about 1% to 2%, he makes the front page because he had another protest, they arrested him, let him go, but that's the news, let's hate the Russians. But the murder going on in Honduras... Hey, toilet paper record covered it. That's right, down here at the bottom of page A14 for nobody to see it. There it is. Yeah, look at it, huh? Honduran leader begins second term amid protests. Oh, amid protests, only killed 22 people. Hey, but America supports that guy, they like him. Yeah, the hypocrisy of the media. It's not fake news, it's junk news. It's stupid news, it's propaganda. The Trends Journal, the only place to read history before it happens. Let's shift over to another continent, Turkey. Very important elections taking place and the opposition claims victory in Ankara pulls ahead in Istanbul. Why is this such an important story? Because Istanbul means Constantinople. <laughs> Why is it an important story? Because the bottom line is he's losing in Ankara, Istanbul, because economics, it's the inequality, it's another failing government, and it's one after another worldwide. Oh, here's another one. Thai military junta holds rigged elections. They had, a, they had a overthrew the government, the Thai military, and they're still in charge. How come the United States isn't complaining about that one? Oh, it's okay when there's a military coup. We love that, like they do over there in Egypt with El Sisi. Military coups are fine. And there's more. What's going on in Algeria? We've been talking about mm -hmm. that. The people taking to the streets. It ties right back to Ukraine. Why the economic crisis over there goes back to one country after another, Turkey, and here's what they say in the Financial Times about what's going on in Algeria. Protests demand regime change. And this is they're quoting some protester. We will continue to fight against this regime which has destroyed the country. It is being controlled by thieves and corrupt people who treat Algeria as if it were their private property. We are ready to spill our blood for the system to change. And again, it's the same in so many countries. An elite few 
stealing so much. All right, Gerald, tensions are rising over a disputed election in Istanbul. We've been covering this. What's the latest? Well, they, he's saying now that uh, they had the elections and the Turkish uh, prime minister says that, or the president, uh, Erdogan, said that the other party really didn't win the election in Istanbul and he wants, I guess, a recount. So maybe we should attack them because it was an election that was a fraud like they're going to do in Venezuela. Yeah, we're going to get to Venezuela, but I all love right. yeah, all these fraudulent elections going on when the, when, the, when the guy in charge doesn't win. That's right. All right. UN says scores killed in Tripoli clash. And here's a story from The Wall Street Journal. Extremists join fight for Libyan capital alarming Western nations. And this is the language that they use to distort things. This is from the Wall Street Journal. The power vacuum in Libya since Colonel Gaddafi's ouster has allowed regional Islamists and criminal militias to carve out patches of territory. So it's the ouster. It isn't the overthrow, the direct overthrow of the war started by Obama, France, and, and England and NATO that destroyed the place. And now the Islamic fundamentalists, these are the people the Americans, the Saudis, and the others hired to overthrow Gaddafi and the same Islamist fundamentalists. Then they sent him into Syria to disrupt that place. Mm. Uh, now, we've been covering Africa with a lot. We've been putting a lot of attention on Africa. And Somalia is now in the news. American airstrikes in Somalia are on the rise. The Trump administration has tripled the amount of airstrikes uh, that, that Obama did during his administration. According to Amnesty International, uh, the U.S. is on pace to, to double again. Somali civilians are dying in rising numbers. Yeah, and who cares? It's not, it's not even in the news. And again, this is why we need to occupy peace. What are we doing in Somalia? I mean, and again, but the important thing about this is, though, Somalia, Sudan, Algeria, South Africa, Congo, there's destabilization throughout Africa. And again, Libya, I forgot that one. So the migrant crisis that you see in the human waves is just going to, get a, just going to continue to escalate. And it's time to occupy peace because you can see where all this is leading. And if you're counting on Congress, they haven't said one word of opposition about the bombing of Somalia. Uh, Sudan. Now, uh, you've been you know, talking about the fact that uh, the people rose up in Sudan and they successfully uh, ousted a, uh, a leader. Now the Sudan's feared intelligence chief has resigned. Another victory for protesters. Yes, and they're not going to stop. Sudanese seek civilian rule. They want to get the whole government, military government out of it. But again, the people are doing it. They've been tortured. Many thousands have been killed, tens of thousands. So again, it's up to the people to really change it. Now, globally, this is the big story we've been covering, and it's getting even juicier. Uh, and that's with Sudan. We've been talking about the people rising up, and finally that dictator was ousted. It seemed like good news until you read deeper, more deeply into the story because the new regime is backed by the United States, the Israelis, and the Saudis because of, guess what? Oil. That's right. And it was the Obama administration that really divided Sudan into South and North Sudan. South got all the oil. They have the big problems now up in the, up in the North, real economic catastrophe. News that emerged that Sudan's intelligence chief who was intimately involved in Bashar's recent ouster, had met with the chief of Israel's Mossad in February. This gets on and on. It goes on to say that Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Egypt, and Israel are all behind this overthrow, and the CIA, of course, of the guy that's in there now. 
Israel's apparent role in the military coup that ousted Bashar last week comes days after General in the Israel Defense Force revealed that Israel, you ready, had been behind the 2013 military coup that ousted Morsi, who was the, um, the guy that was from the Muslim Brotherhood that was elected president of Egypt. And let's, let's connect some dots here because we talked about China and the economy over there. China, as has been reported in the Trends Journal for some time, has put hundreds of billions of dollars into what they're calling the New Silk Road. If you remember our history, Marco Polo was looking for silk on the road to China. Now China's rebuilding that Silk Road right through Europe and into Africa. So you have China investing in Africa and you got the U.S. with the Israelis and the Saudis battling in Africa. How is this all going to turn out? Well, it's about location and oil, and, and, uh, and the Chinese are in there because of all the natural resources coming out of Congo, and a lot of it, by the way, for electric cars and clean emissions. So it's going to be the, United, the business of China's business, the business of America is war. And also, when we're talking about war, the, the Sudan has over 14,000 troops in Yemen. So they're not troops, they're mercenaries. So you can see now that this whole Sudanese uprising is, we said like the old Arab Spring, part one. Part two, the same thing is going to happen. The people uprise and the dictators take over power. All right, we love your questions and your comments. And you get those to us by sending them to TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com.